millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Sarah. And I'm Toby. And we're now on our Christmas break, so we won't be releasing any new episodes over the next couple of weeks. What we will be doing is releasing some of our Wednesday whispers that are Patreon content. I hope you enjoy and you'll hear another introduction after this, but I hope you're all having a lovely time. Take care. Goodbye. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Wednesday Whisper. This whisper is all about... The witch children in the woods. It is, and we're back. So thanks for seeing that through with us, that that couple of weeks break. Um, I have paused subscriptions, so I'll unpause them, but it automatically pauses, I think, for a month anyway. So um, it'll be like a month that you don't get charged. We'll probably realistically need a little bit of a break in the summer and over Christmas so what I'm planning to do is to release like I've done this time the whisper episodes just for the general audience but when we have those breaks I'll still continue to release the whispers and they'll be slightly longer so that you've still got something to listen to I hope that's okay with everybody but if it's not just let us know and we'll take it from there. Right, I've got one long story. Are you ready, Toby? Yes, I am. This is a personal story that happened to me a few years ago when I was 26. I've been too scared to talk about it until now, out of fear of being made fun of. So here is my story. Four years ago, my great-grandmother passed away at the age of 98. 
We were close all the way into my adult years, so the death hit me hard. She lived in a one-story house in a rural town, 30 minutes outside of Springfield, Missouri. Her house sat on a large and heavily forested piece of land. There was a large hill, several hundred feet behind the house, that dropped off into a creek. I spent almost my entire childhood staying on this piece of land, and had learned how to take care of it and the house. After the funeral services, I volunteered to stay and take care of the land while my family decided on what to do with it. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to buy the land, so I wanted to spend as much time out there as I could. My first three days I spent packing up items and cleaning the house. The nearest neighbour was five miles away, so I didn't have to worry about unwanted guests that would get in the way of my packing and disturb my personal way of mourning the loss of someone so close to me. The fourth day is when the odd event started occurring. I slept in a sleeping bag in the living room, and when I woke up, I immediately screamed. A few inches away from my face was a dead copperhead snake. It was normal for snakes and other small animals to get in the house, so seeing the snake wasn't surprising. It was the fact that it was so close to my face and it could have bitten me at any moment while I was sleeping. I briefly wondered why the snake had just come into the house and died, because there were no physical signs that anything was wrong with it. So I threw it outside and continued with my day, and the weird event was almost forgotten. Later that evening, I decided to go for a walk through the woods, to enjoy the nice weather and reminisce about the good times I'd had in the woods, and all the games I used to play. I was walking along an old path that led to a well. The path was narrow and was close to the drop-off that led to the creek. I heard a branch snap behind me and instinctively turned my head. I didn't see anything, so I assumed it was an animal and continued walking. Just a few minutes later, I heard a snap to my left and looked to turn around again. But I still didn't see anything. I started to worry that I was being stalked by something, but it was rare to see large animals in this area, so I continued walking. I heard a third snap directly in front of me, but now instead of being worried, I was upset. I was convinced that someone else was out here trying to scare me, so I shouted at what I assumed to be a person, Go Go away. away! And everything went uncomfortably silent but I started to hear footsteps approaching in front of me, but I still couldn't see anything. They got faster and faster, until whoever or whatever it was, was running right at me. I covered my face with my arms and waited to be attacked by some invisible person, but the footsteps stopped. I slowly lowered my arms, but instead of seeing a person, a bobcat or even a bear, I saw a gigantic spider in the middle of a web I hadn't noticed before. If I would have taken one more step, I would have ended up being bitten. I turned and ran as fast as I could through the overgrowth and back to the house. I was spooked, but I was out in the middle of the woods and sometimes things like this happened. I knew this land and the house well 
so I pushed through the night and the next two days. Nothing out of the ordinary happened. I started yard work on my second week staying out at the house, and it wasn't bad. I'd actually found some old trinkets from my childhood that I'd buried under a tree. While I was picking up fallen branches from a storm the previous night, I noticed a clump of hair was caught in one of them. I remember its colour being brown and black and considered the possibility of it being a rare encounter with a bear. But there were no tracks that I could see. I brushed it off again. But I was starting to think that maybe someone else was staying on the property and that upset me. I decided to stay up late to see if I could catch the person in the act. Nothing happened until around 2am. I remember everything so vividly because of how terrified I was. It started with branches crunching and the sound of the wheelbarrow I'd been using earlier falling over. I readied my flashlight and a small knife just in case whoever it was got violent. I heard them step onto the front porch and pull at the screen door, but they quickly abandoned it and started walking around the house. I could hear them scraping something sharp against the house and I was furious. I stood up and shined my flashlight at the nearest window that I assumed the person was standing there and shouted at them. I have a weapon. Get off this property now. Everything stopped and I was positive that whoever it was had left until I heard something slam against the window so hard I was surprised it didn't break. My flashlight shined on the person and at first I wasn't sure what it was looking at. It had long dark hair with eyes that were too big for its face. Its skin was wrinkled and reminded me of a naked mole rat. It pressed its face against the glass and fogged it up with its breath. I heard it run around the house several times and bang on every wall, window and the door every time it passed them. This went on for hours and I was too scared to move or do anything. I was completely alone being tormented by some strange monster. Every now and then I would get the courage to shine my flashlight and caught a glimpse of the thing. Each time I saw it, it looked more animal-like. All I could do was cry and wait for it to go away. Finally, just after sunrise, the running and banging stopped. But I didn't dare move until well after 9am. It took all of my courage to open the front door and see what damage had been done to the house and yard after the terrifying experience from the night before. But there was nothing. No footprints, no scratches against the house or broken or cracked windows. It was almost like I'd imagined the whole thing. But I knew what I saw and had experienced was real. Nothing else happened for the rest of my stay there and by the end of the month, my grandfather came to pick me up and take care of the belongings I'd packed away. I was still terrified, but I'd almost convinced myself that I'd imagined it until my grandfather spoke to me. He told me that he was happy that this land was being sold and how much he hated growing up here. When I asked him why, his answer seemed to validate my experience. Now, my grandfather is a serious, no-nonsense man, he was the type of person that stayed quiet, but when he did speak, you'd better listen 
because it was important. He was a hardened war veteran and devoted Christian, so things like paranormal and supernatural were just fairy tales to him. He made sure to tell his children and me and the rest of my siblings and cousins that. He told me how his mother, my great-grandmother, would always try to scare him and his sister with stories about the land being guarded by monsters. The story says that these monsters, hybrids is what he called them, were the children of falsely accused witches. The people living in the area back when this was going on claimed that the children were part witch and part animal and needed to be killed. So they were left in the forest to die. He said that when the witch children died, they came back as spirits and claimed the woods as their own. And any unwelcome visitors would be tortured until they were literally scared to death. Just how their falsely accused mothers had been scared when they had been killed. My grandfather said he didn't believe in much outside of his religion, but he believed that the hybrids were real and that he'd been tormented by one when he tried to go hunting in the woods for the first time and shot his first deer. He believed he had upset the hybrids by killing an innocent animal and never stepped foot on the land with a weapon and they finally left him alone. Maybe this is a foolish thing to believe, but I believe that the story my grandfather told me is true, simply because we both had similar terrifying experiences. If I'd had a camera, I would have tried to take a picture of the creature, or if I could draw, I would paste a picture of the drawing. I remember every detail about what I saw, and it will be burned into my memory forever. All of my childhood memories seem tainted now because of this experience, and now I don't think I'm going to miss the land as much as I first thought. It didn't take long for the land and the house to be sold. The hybrids, or whatever it is out there, can be somebody else's nightmare. One night was more than enough for me. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It, it seemed obvious to me that something is trying to protect her from yeah, danger. Yeah, was trying to warn her. Yeah, because like, there were two things, potentially, that she could have got really hurt from or perhaps died, especially if you're in the middle of nowhere. So what I was wondering, was it the grandma and was it the witch children sort of setting her up? 
Trying yeah, I reckon it was the witch children, like, telling them, like, mate, if you don't get out of here, I promise you, it's not going to be good for you, right? Mm, I, yeah. Or it could have been just, like, natural danger, and they were protecting her, or the grandmother was protecting her. We, we'll never know, I guess, but I suppose if they're meant to be malevolent, it was probably the grandmother's spirit um, protecting her, I think. Yeah. Yeah? It's so nice to be back, isn't it? Yeah. I've quite missed it. Have you? Yeah, I haven't stood here in a while. Before, yeah, it feels yeah. a bit weird. It feels like when you go away on holiday and then you're back <laughs> at home and everything seems a bit alien until you settle back in again. <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed. We've got an extra coming out tomorrow and it's um, like an extension from our last main episode and it's focused around the psychopomps. So we'll catch you then. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.